Welcome to Fast Facts. I'm Jody. I'm Shelly. We're a new media concept, a co-working space in the design district called The Slate. The most amazing people have walked through these doors. Authors. Entrepreneurs. Community leaders. Dallas natives. And guests from near and far. We're going to bring them in this room and we're going to sit them down and we're going to ask them the questions you are asking too. These will be quick so you can listen on your drive in or your drive home. We are completely off the cuff, but that is the best part about Fast Facts. And the only person you can really be off the cuff with might just be your sister. Truth. Let's see who's slating it. So the conversation has already begun. We can't even yeah. like keep ourselves. We're like, oh, wait, we, we got to press record at some point here. We have Tanya Foster, who is just like a goddess and so graceful and so beautiful. And she also has an amazing blog. You're one of those great examples of somebody who's done a great job with their social media, turning it into a full-blown business, but one that people don't realize is such hard work, mm. right? I uh, mean, I think people are like, oh, so fun. I'm going to just selfie myself. Yeah, it's I get so I much work. So many people think, are you just having fun all day taking pictures of yourself and eating bonbons? No. I don't know where that little accent came from. Sorry, that's my like, <laughs> we. No, it, I've never worked harder in my entire life, but I've never yeah. had more fun at oh. what I'm doing. I love so it. it it's what really, was your past, like pre Tanya Foster? Oh, the, gosh. The you know, Shelly and I go way back. Shall we, we tell go back story? to the dance routine? Five, do. six, seven, eight. And here we go. Um, I actually taught Shelly when she was in high school drill team. I was on the staff for the American Dance and Drill Team School, and she came to camp, and I remember her well. Was it like officer's camp? Because my jazz hands were superior. They were above everybody else. Was it officer's camp? Because then you would have taught me. I was I just probably a year would. before. Oh, was yeah. it Steinette? Yes. Yeah, I, yeah. I taught you too. Well, I've taught both you, of you. You just We've didn't been know reunited. it. I'm going to take reunited. total credit for y'all's success. Well, you know what? <laughs> if you think we're a success, then we're going to take total credit that you made us a success. How about that? Uh, we're not sure we feel super successful. I think having rhythm and being able to dance is a big part of our success, Shell. It's pretty cr- It's. I mean, if, if you can't dance, then life's not worth living. Answer, you know this, what? answer this for me. I ask this for a lot of people. Do you love your life in an eight count? Oh, oh! you know what I absolutely. do? Absolutely. Even when so the kids true? are like, let's do something like in fives. And actually music, I am constantly dancing. When I'm running, like my head is like moving because I'm, and my shoulders are, because I'm right? doing, I'm creating dances in my head. Somebody you love account. asked me once, like where, think about where you are when you're your happiest. And you know what one of my, I had to kind of acknowledge in the car, because guess what I'm doing? I'm listening to Mm-hmm. And, and you're I'm counting just dancing it. and I'm counting it. Mm-hmm. And you're like there. And you feel the rhythm. You like do. you just feel it in your chest. Yeah, it's very Slater. It mm-hmm. is very Slater. see my mm-hmm. dad dance. He's actually quite good. Mm-hmm. But anyways, Tanya. So is our brother. Yeah. Oh, Steven's got major rhythm. Major. So yeah, this is where it all goes back. But so then, so you go from dancing. Well, truly, I have a BSED. So I did teach school. I did okay. kind of dabble a little bit in that industry. And then I just decided... I didn't like living my life by a bell schedule. I don't mm-hmm. know what that didn't occur to me when I was in college, <laughs> but okay. And um, then I got in the business world, met my husband, was a stay-at-home mom for many, many years, and then uh, did some nonprofit consulting, meaning I helped small nonprofits with their events. Like they didn't have a development director or a special events manager, so they were like, I would think we would like to have a lunch, and we don't really quite know how to do that. So I would come in and consult with them for that which led to the Dallas International Film Festival finding me. They snagged me. I went to work for them for full time. I was the president and CEO for several years, and which was my dream job. I loved working with that nonprofit organization and running it, running the film festival. Um, But, you know, 
I met myself at the front door and my mm. kids were in high school at the time. And so everything about film is at night, everything. True, true. And my daughter made drill team and my son made the basketball team. And then I would go from pep rally to game to uh, baking cookies to running an organization. And I just, it was I, too much. It was too much. It, you know, at the time it was too much. It'd be perfect now, but um, mm-hmm. you know, you, you're never going to get that time back with your kids. And I kind of no. knew that. So I let that go and handed it to him on a silver platter. And it was then that I was like, I, what is this thing called blogging? I'm going to, hmm. I'm going to do that. I have something what to say. We? What year are we? Uh, well, you were early. Yeah. Cause you? that's, you impressive. were early on it. Well, mm-hmm. you know, y'all think it was early. It was really, I was almost felt like it was late to the game. So that was about, I started thinking about it. I launched the site in January of 2014. Oh, 2014. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. like forever ago. It was like, geez. <laughs> okay. And then um, at that time, it was really about your blog and yes. blogging every yes. day. It really was not about social media. Instagram had started. People were on Facebook and on uh-huh. Twitter, which I learned that world by running a film festival because that was very much so you needed to know the social media game. So I kind of came trained to it, but mm-hmm. it was really more like your daily blog post, five to seven great pictures, what you're wearing today, what you're cooking today, where you're going today. And then the social media component came to it and it just, that became a whole, another way, another way, yeah. quite frankly. But do you think that having the blog first and social second is actually part of your major success because that algorithm is changing on the fly, on the regular, and you don't own social? Yeah, I really you own do, that yes. blog. That's a great point, Shelley. I, I think the only thing I own, own with a little O, is tanyafoster.com, mm-hmm. my site. Mm-hmm. I don't own the internet, but I yeah. own my site. But you have control, and they don't change the algorithm exactly. on your website. Shelley loves th- the algorithm. Shelley is I'm obsessed with it Shelley's because, always because about everyone's the putting their eggs in this Instagram basket, which we all need to be part of. I get that, but... Then Instagram's like, no, I don't want you, Tanya Foster, making the money. We want to make the mm-hmm. money. So now you're going to have to sponsor that, Tanya. It's so interesting, right? Because every social media, and I've seen it happen with all of them, Facebook, Twitter's just kind of like where things go. But Facebook, Instagram for sure, now Pinterest. When it's just pure social media, it's way more fun. When mm-hmm. it gets investors and they mm-hmm. have to make money and they have to yeah. monetize their site it's not fun because they have to make money and everybody has to pay to play. So it's their game, not yours. And, and to your point, I would never put all my eggs in one basket, meaning social media, any of them, because I don't control it. That, that site could shut down tomorrow. Those followers are not mine. Mm, I know they happened upon me. And, and do you think it's own all your photos? Oh, I mean, they own your content technically just like super lame. We should, you know, we should just all, we should just leave and like invest in Instagram and just call it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go to amazing Island, and, drink martinis. And, I feel like you and, thought of real. Golly that was guys, your idea, this has right? been great. We'll talk later. Um, I mean, do you think it's getting harder? I feel like a lot of people who are trying to become you, right. And look up to what you're doing. They're like, wow, it is so hard to get 10 people to follow me today. Yeah. Do you feel like it's getting harder to get the followers? I think it is getting harder. And I, they always say the first thousand are your hardest. Hmm. And when you, for some reason, when you hit a thousand, they, they, I don't know who they is. <laughs> they, the Uber people, um, it becomes easier. But I will say when I, I got on Instagram in 2012, right at the beginning and not knowing oh, what I was doing before the blog. And I remember thinking, this is like another place where you can get, put pictures I guess and they look like Polaroids 
Yes. Mm-hmm. If you don't, if y'all That's remember right. how it started, right. it had like three filters and you were supposed to be real artsy with your picture. Yes. It was supposed to be exactly. And you're supposed to like not use your own name. It's right. supposed to be like an interesting handle. It and was. Like just, I'm observing the world around. Oh, totally. It was before hashtags and all yeah. that was such a huge trend and what you had to hit. And at the beginning when I first started, so it was kind of this weird place where I would just put weird pictures. And I remember <laughs> thinking now I have to post there and Facebook. Well, this is like I twice the amount of work. Um, then I remember, oh, this is a tool. And at the very beginning when I started blogging and then got Instagram kind of in line with what I was doing, if you would do a giveaway with another blogger, if you would do any kind of giveaway with a brand, you would get so many followers because it was a new novel thing. Mm -hmm. So I built quickly by doing that. And now if you do a giveaway, you may like get two people. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Way. (laughs) So how do you feel like you can gain now? What, what are some of the plays that work for you that we can share with others? Consistency. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Staying. And what do you mean by that? Um, I, I post to Instagram about, about, always daily, sometimes twice a day. I know by looking at my insights when they're going to do well, it's going to be before 9am or after 7pm. Because think about it, that's when people are scrolling. Mm, yeah. They're laying in bed scrolling or they're in the morning having their coffee going, who am I going to check on today before mm-hmm. I drive carpool or before mm-hmm. I get my kid totally. on school online or whatever mm-hmm. you're doing. Um, midday's okay if a brand insists on a midday post, but it, uh, midday on Saturday or Sunday are golden. Because hmm. people are shopping and people are looking for what does she have on or what kind of new beauty product is she using? So you have to kind of get in their mindset, meaning they're who's scrolling your feed. And then, um, so consistency, absolutely. And then Instagram stories really helps your algorithm. Instagram stories, video content. It likes video content. Not photos. And we didn't pay Tanya to say that. (laughs) Here at the Slate, where we have a full production studio. Ready to go. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, Yeah, maybe we'll do an eight count in there. Yeah, people, golly, it's like, come on, people. I've been saying videos, everything for so long. Video content. And uh, both on your feed and in Instagram stories, the algorithm loves that. Um, The... Um, so consistency about that varying. And then for me, the way I look at it is Instagram's my curated feed. Instagram stories, the real Tanya. That's where you can see her putting on her makeup or talking about being real. Totally real. Yeah. But then your feed is beautiful. And curated Mm. and kind of making sure that my nine go together and I'm not always talking about a product. Maybe there's a look and maybe there's something up close, kind of more curated. It typically will also mimic or second what I'm saying on the blog. Not always. Yeah, complimenting. How is the blog? So is the blog as active as ever? It's active as ever. I've always blogged five days a week. I still do. See, this is a hard work. No, this is a lot of work. There was one time I I hadn't seen her in a while, and um, she was in a beautiful part of town taking photos. And I saw her, and I was like, I didn't see the camera person at first. I was like, Wow, Tanya Foster, you look hot, (laughs) you sweet little hottie there. And then she looked at me, and she's like, Hey, Shell, we'll talk later. Listen, I got to get like 700 (laughs) photos today, and I have like 65 hair changes and clothes changes. Because you do, you have to max out the photog day. Yeah. She is not it. putting on cute clothes every day. Like that would literally be the worst. I can't even. Imagine. Can you imagine getting Shall ready I, every day? No. The I worst. Got, I got ready today. Well, here's proud. here's a little tip secret behind the scene. So 
Always maximize good hair and makeup. Always. Always. And then I shoot Tuesday mornings at nine. So that was probably a Tuesday morning around nine as she ran into probably. me. Probably. And so I prep on Monday. On Monday, I think about how many looks can I get done in the amount of time I have. Yeah, what do I need to do to hair and makeup? Am I going to shoot interior or exterior? That really changes things and props mm-hmm. and what you need. I need fresh flowers in my house if I got to go get them on Monday. Mm-hmm. It's all in the prep. When I first started, I was subscribed to two blogs and I still subscribe to those two and many more. It was um, Rach Parcel, which was Pink mm-hmm. Peonies and Gal Meets Glam, which is now Julie Brutzheimer, her name. They blogged five days a week. And at first I thought, gosh, these girls get up so early in the morning and do full <laughs> hair and makeup and pick up an outfit. Yeah, right. And I and take these beautiful pictures and I get this in my email inbox at 9 a.m. They have got their act together. I mean, one was in San Francisco and one was in South. No, they and, have a team. Uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> I didn't know you scheduled that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was live. It wasn't live. Mm-hmm. It was they shot it all in one shoot and scheduled it out. I can speak. Scheduled it out. That is the magic behind it. I'm not, that's not what I have on that day. Yeah, right. You know, totally. Oh, sister. I mean, there's days where my hair is on top of my head and I have no makeup on and I'm just. Well, riding. good, because otherwise I don't like you anymore. Because, well, yeah. like, can't even relate. Yeah, what's going on? Um, so, can you really make a living out of this? Like, I, you hear people are making six figures, you hear people are making seven figures. Um, oh, you hear people are making like. A lot. Several figures just for one post, not oh. even, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it can be 10 grand for yeah. one one post. I mean, are you finding, or is this I, an Jody, urban should, myth? Jody should be asking this question. I mean, mm-hmm. do you have, like, I used to have an agent for TV, and they negotiated all my contracts, mm-hmm. and they, you know, got you the outs clauses so you could get out of that market if you got a better job. Do you have an agent? Do you have a lawyer behind you for all these contracts? I don't currently have an agent. I did. Okay. But the... For me, I'm also with the Campbell Agency, so I sort of do have an agent for talent side, and they have someone who can manage the agreements. Um, I have um, enough attorneys in the family that can look at legal clauses if I need them to. But um, it is a full-time job, and I make a very good living. Yeah. I can say that. Yeah. And where are you finding your your partners? I mean, a lot of them come and find you because you have a specific demo you target. They 100% find me. I do not have time to go pitch at all. Do people pay, what about people who only have 5,000 people, but they're really engaged because it's not even about the big fat number anymore is what I'm hearing. It's, it's how engaged is, are your 5,000? I would say that. Yes. It does not matter. They say it doesn't matter how many followers you have. I know if I got over a hundred thousand followers on Instagram, I probably would get a lot more coming my way. I just, for some reason, Mm -hmm. cannot get there and I'm just Mm -hmm. not going to worry about it. (laughs) I just, I'm like, we're gonna, I guess we're going to hover at 95 forever. I don't know, whatever. Um, even with a smaller following, as long as they are engaged and you, what, listen, let's, let's, let's drill it down to what it is. Can you move the needle? Right. If that brand invests in well me said. and I wear their jeans, can I make those jeans sell? That is what it's going to, it's going to boil down to ROI. And what they're doing, all brands are doing is they have either um, search engines I used to ask every brand, like, how did you find me? And every brand would say, oh, well, we have our ways. We know how to find people. And, but You're they like, have search engines me? that are yeah. also like an algorithm. And all, for me, you would put in South or Dallas, Texas or Texas, and you would put in above 40 and you would put in... Um, Wait, you're above 40? Fashion, yes, I'm, I know. Uh, you're, right? you're welcome. I knew that I was 29. <laughs> um, and you would put on all the little tags that you were trying to hit for your demographic. Okay. Forever 21 is not coming to me. 
Right. Obviously. But maybe Talbot's or Chico's totally. or Lafayette 148 New York or one and those higher brands that are trying to hit that market, they know how to find the people they want to work with. Yeah. And so it's just a search engine for them. Is, is it mostly because they're like, you, you, you know, the deal is Tanya 2020, put that in your, co- I mean, how, how do they track it? Like, I mean, do they have, you know, what I'm talking about like codes, like when you say, here's the, use my oh, Tanya yeah, giveaway code. Oh, like a discount code. So, um, I was like, Tanya 2020, I mean, am, I running, am I running? Oh, no, I'm just, something. if you would run for president. Yes. Yeah. In five days. Let's well, just, I'm picturing the needle. I'm just trying to see how it moves. Yes. So a giveaway code. Uh, so there's a thing called a dedicated URL where they will give you one and they're going to embed my name in it. They're going to want me to ask, use that on the blog post. And this would be for a sponsored post, meaning sponsored, meaning let's do, let's demystify. Yeah. Yeah. Sponsored means they paid me. Got it. Gifted means I got it for free. Ah, 10-4 on the gifted. So um, you're supposed to always declare that. Right. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I forget. But (laughs) on sponsored content, you need to use the hashtag sponsored or hashtag ad. Ad. Either one, meaning you have been paid to say this or partner Mm -hmm. with them. Um, I look at it this way for me, and, uh, and then tell me if I answer your question. When a brand comes to me, the way I make that decision is, would I buy this with my own money? Correct. Because if it's off brand and you're selling it, then you just look. Well, you my followers will Doesn't call work. you out. They'll, like, they'll oh, call okay. me out on. They're right. like, really? I mean, right? You they know, trust you, right? And it's like I look at it like I'm a good housekeeping seal of approval. Mm-hmm. And yes. if I'm going to yes. say I use this, I use it, and I and I'm happy to share with you that I want you to use it. Sometimes that's a paid opportunity. Sometimes that's a gifted opportunity. And a lot of times it's me just finding something and saying, "Hey, I just found this. I thought it was kind of cool. I thought mm-hmm. I'd share it." Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, that brand will come back and say, hey. "We love how you're using our product. Uh, we love that you use it so well. Can we talk?" Mm-hmm. It's organic, and that's really when you're being really truthful is when it really works well. And so then, when it says, um, "Do you ever sponsor your sponsored posts?" Does that make sense? Like, do you, do you, put, money do you ever put behind, money behind a sponsored post? I do not. I do put money behind on Facebook. I will put money behind to boost a post that is not sponsored. That is just uh-huh. me. Like, uh, what is today? Today is just me talking about how to sell a flannel shirt, dressy or casual. I will boost Actually, that on great. Facebook. We all need to know that. Yeah. Um, I will boost that on Facebook just to get more eyes on it. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just I my also think it's page part of the algorithm. followers. I yes. am obsessed with I feel like, I feel like she I think if you, you don't have... pay, I think that it's they like seen. they put you in like another bucket that's like, you're no bueno. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she's not. I, we don't really. So I do it to get more eyes on it, mm-hmm. which yes, the end game is I would love for you to buy those flannel shirts. They are linked through an affiliate link where I will make a small percentage of them. Mm-hmm. But if I don't get more eyes on it, how's I going to know about it? Okay. Now let's, let's in our last five minutes here, because you have had so much exposure to every face product ever known to woman. You go on these trips. Some of them are sponsored, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Best face lotion. Let, and then I want to go to best places. And if you want to break been... it down to eye lotion, neck lotion, okay. potentially. I mean, I was, like, I was like, that's like a big Whoa, category, Shelly. <laughs> I mean, best face mask. Like, just start spilling some beans here. Okay, yeah. so actual products that I use that I love, yes. whether they're sponsored or gifted or not. Yeah, whatever. we don't care. As okay. long as you actually like them. I yeah. swear, I, I truly swear by um, CE Ferulic. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, and that's yep. your vitamin C that you need to have on every day. And that's preventative. Right. It's not gonna, you know, the sun damage is done. You gotta, pre- oh, you gotta prevent really more happening. <laughs> yeah. The die is cast. Yeah. The die is cast. You gotta prevent more from happening, and that right. vitamin C is really gonna do that. And then I use a lot of. I'm gonna generalize here. A lot of Colleen Rothschild 
products. I love her moisturizers and clen- her cleansing balm is amazing. I use a lot of Charlotte Tilbury. I use, I've never heard. Keep going. Are these okay. We're gonna, I, I'm going to search them. I mean, I'm going to do this all night. Um, I don't want to really specifically say one product because then by the time I do that, I try another one. I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, you know, I have a lot of great products I use. But additionally to that, to undo the damage you did, mm. you got to have good aesthetic procedures with great doctors. You know, like you've got to have some good peels, some good facials, good injectables, laser treatments. That's what's undoing the damage oh, deep down. Sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> Listen, it's never ending. I have a whole aesthetics page on my site. Yeah, you, you know great. what you need. You know what you need. Thank Number you. one product. I mean, it is so satisfying. It's called Salad Days. It's Korean. And it sounds like a salad dressing. So <laughs> it's like this. You put it on your face and literally the dead skin just starts sloughing off. And I do it every night. Is it and Clay's like, Shelly, that's your... Th- oh, Jody. Clay's like, about that the algorithm. Jody, she really is two years old. You salad just, Days, come sponsor me. Yes. Uh, no, they're they're like way far away. But I mean, like Clay's like... You How did you discover pre- it? Um, I think it came... You know where it came from? What are those little boxes that come to you? The birch oh, box? Oh, or? the birch box. Yeah. yeah you got that from me, Shelly. The birch box. And, it and, and I put it on. It. It's the first product. I was like, this is insanity. Like, I gift it to everyone. Okay, so do you want a funny story? Yeah. You know the boy band BTS? Yes. Oh. Well, your kids do, but do yeah. you know who they are? It, the Korean boy band. But there's a specific okay. name for their type it's, of music. It's um, I've seen it on Netflix. They're called BTS. But and they're I don't like know. a phenomenon. Phenomen- there's seven of them. Of course, I watch every video going, this is a good officer routine. Because they're so... <laughs> Five. They're so, they are. Every, no. I, we just watch. Like their latest hit is Dynamite. It's actually, a, um, I think, a Samsung phone advertisement too. So I'm like... <laughs> I watched the thing. I'm like, that was a good transition. That was good. Nobody's too far apart. I'm like, always evaluating. They're Korean. Yeah. I look at their face and their yes. skin and I'm like, what is happening? Please tell me what the it's, skincare you know reg- regimen is. Salad days. Is that it? Yeah. I'm going to get gonna it send, I'm going to Amazon it to you immediately after I'm this. Immediately Shelly and I are going to be watching it. And you BTS. can post me in your algorithm. I'll watch my whole life take off. I can't wait. <laughs> I know. I um, okay. Favorite place you've gotten to travel that we wouldn't like not. Don't tell me like, oh my gosh, you know what's so great? The Ritz Carlton in Sri Lanka. Like, yeah. okay. Something. <laughs> Although about Paris, you know that. Emma, oh, geez, have, y'all watched, been... have y'all watched Emily in Paris? No, but it, everyone's talking about it. I loved it. There's so many people. Shelly naturally does not know. What cave do I live in? What? Do you Shelley? know that Shelly? Do you know this thing called Netflix? Yeah. Oh, I'm. I was on it last night watching um some design show and. Oh, okay. What? Um, so you're kind of getting in there with the pop McGee culture. Last okay. Night. Well, it's on Netflix. It's ten episodes, thirty minutes each. So quick, so fast, so good. Okay. And, better be you know, quick. Like in 2020, it's and a happy show. It's happy in the fashion, and it's all in Paris. They shot the whole thing there, so hmm. made me want to go. If nothing. <laughs> There's go to Paris. In fact, um, I do. Okay, so trips, which I cover fashion, beauty, lifestyle, and travel. So when COVID-19 hit, there went yeah, one-fourth of my content. went meow. Mm. Um, so I've had to be really creative about where I'm going. Um, I, I, th- I love everywhere I've been. Um, we, you just asked me about West Texas and going to Big Ben and staying at the local chapter. And then we also went to Marfa, which I had I, no... I like Marfa? I, well, I, first of all, I had no idea it was a, only a town of 2,000 people. Yeah, there's like oh, nothing. That's the there charm. is nothing there. And it was nothing. great. We stayed in the hotel where the cast of giants stayed and we ate in that fabulous restaurant we and did. then it was over and well but also it you know that town depends on um tourism yeah, yeah. so and the artist community which it's may an not artist be. community and so no one's going can you it's kind of dried up it's really sad oh no um but it's a beautiful part of texas and we'd never been I th- you, know, you think about how diverse 
the topography is in Texas. Like think about it, East Texas and pine. Yeah. Yeah, the pine trees. Right? Yeah. And then you go to West Texas and it's the Rio Grande River and there, oh, there's Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so interesting to go. So that was great. I've been on a sponsored trip to Aruba just to discover oh. it. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, before COVID-19. Discover Aruba, the Tanya Foster story. Yes, it was. How to get there and everything. Um, let's see. I was at Disney World when you were there. I know. I was like, what are you doing at Disney World? I'm what? at Disney World. Except for her Disney World experience was like better. <laughs> Mine was e to the I to the P. Hard work <laughs> with I, a child. I, well, you were so sweet to go with him. And I, how did you? I mean, it's different with a mask. That's Yeah, I it mean, was yeah. really hot I, it's, with it a mask. Was hot. They were experiencing really... I a thought heat a heat wave, wave, of course. And it was And they take it from 30% capacity to 50 <laughs> right before I go. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Bless your heart. I know. I was yeah. like, oh, she's having to work hard. Um, And then also, I that was the first time I was like, oh, wow, I'm going to get this mask knee that everybody's talking about. Because I felt like my mouth yeah, was sweating. you had sweating. to wear it or they kicked yeah. you out. They, did, they yeah. were very strict they were so about serious. it. They really yeah. were. They um, yeah. And then I think flying's weird right now, even though I felt very safe. I think it's weird to fly with a mask on. and. Mm-hmm. Um, but what is the one place, like, where if you got to go back tomorrow, where would you go? Bali. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right, Tanya, this has been great. Wow, Tanya. <laughs> I just want to be you. <laughs> All right. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to come home with you and just shadow you for a few days. It's part of the podcast Perfect. process. Um, I I'll, I will do lots of eight counts, though, and keep you highly entertained. Oh, yes. I'd love to do some eight Can y'all, like, in unison, strut in and strut out for Oh, me? actually, awesome. at my child's dun, football dun, game, dun, I full-blown dun. did the stallionette routine down the 50-yard line. Oh, yeah. Because the halftime went on for so long. We were just I went into, waiting. And I went to school in Virginia where it was, like, super novel and, like, people just ate it up i, I did bet. the whole like you know oh i can still with do the kick into the jump split but i don't actually do the jump split i just oh i mark do it. there are two things that i've said to myself <laughs> i will fit in that wedding dress and i have mm. taken it out and put it back on to be sure yes and i will keep my high kick jump split and i have good for you the second so that proud. dies so do I. Whoa, <laughs> Tanya, you're kind of bringing out a different system. side of me today. I just kind of feel a little too at home with you, and I know I too much. I love it. Um, I love talking to both of you. It's so this is so much fun. So you got to go follow Tanya. She's going to get over 95,000 people. Come on. Yeah, but even this. if you don't, you own your own channel. That's the I big do. takeaway. Own your blog. Own your own channel. Mm, and you own your own life. You get to do your own thing and just mm-hmm. experience and discover. And that is awesome. Keep telling us what to do. Love it. All right. Slate, Slate it. it.